Hey, Brie. Hey, Olivia. Um, hey, I, real fast. Um, you know the the whole like the the shared Google Drive that has all of the meditations that Rob gives to your people, the actors. Yeah. What about it? So I need access. So I I think I did have access, but I don't know. All of a sudden, I was just trying to get into it so I could do something for Rob, and I don't have access. Why would you need access to it? Because Rob wanted me to look at something that was in there, and I haven't listened to any of the meditations, so I don't know what he's talking about. Well, what what do you need to look at? I don't know. Like, he wants me to look at some of the meditation stuff and listen to it so that I know what I'm talking about when I, like, talk to them and interview them and stuff. Okay. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of the interview, though? What do you mean? If you're asking them about their meditations, they can just tell you. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, but they're not going to tell me everything. You should know that as a coach. Um, okay. You don't have to do it right now. Just do it, like, when you get home or whatever, wherever you are. Okay, sure. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. I love you. I love you, too. Well, it started with, like, I didn't feel comfortable, like, doing the meditations in my house. So I would, like, try to get away and, like, go by the water and... Like, it, all of this, like, pre-planning, like, went into it, and it was, it just kind of seemed stressful. But after, or at least, like, recently, I've just kind of, like, it's more like doing the meditation has become more, like, spontaneous. And I kind of just, like, knock them out, like, while laying in my bed, like, while, when I, like, find myself with free time. And I feel like it's more relaxing when, like, I kind of just, like, don't care like don't plan it as much like i just feel like trying to like make myself comfortable will eventually make me uncomfortable like sitting in my car like trying to do a meditation like i don't want to do that so i just got to the point where i i I didn't care if anyone heard like what i was doing in my meditation like yeah i ended up feeling most comfortable there From me or for me or both. I don't know, 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 it's not coming from me, it's not coming from you. Is it coming from me or for me? Alright, so Nathan and Jacob, you guys there? Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, so I want to talk to you guys about something that I have been hearing. So Nathan's been sending me his audio as all the actors are. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just sort of like, it's like a funky other Nathan on the, there's two Nathans on the track. Um, just give me a second. I'm going to, I'm going to play it for you and, and see Nathan, if you, this makes any sense to you, if, if you did this, if you are capable of doing this, uh, okay. here it is. It's not coming from me. It's not coming from you. Sink the car. I 
think it is raining. Bring the rain. Is it coming from me or for me? Or both? <laughs> so, Nathan, what do you make of that? Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of sounds like me, but it, it, it sounds weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember sending anything like so that. So you didn't record anything like that? I mean, it sounds like something that I, like, recorded myself but it almost sounds edited in some way I, I didn't touch it like that okay uh that's i just wanted to double check um i'm pretty sure i have an explanation for this and the explanation is dan what well, dan get my uh, shit, yeah right but... so um olivia i know you and dan uh, have talked to brie brie is Throwing you right under the bus. So, uh. F***ing Brie. <laughs> well aware. What happened? Well aware. Okay, so here's what happened. Um, Dan decided that he would um, augment our experiment a little bit by messing with the audio you guys were submitting to make it a little more paranormal, I guess. It is weird Don't to hear Don't make it nations. sound so sinister. It's not sinister, it's stupid. It's just stupid. Um, because, yeah, it was, it was stupid, uh, I guess. <laughs> so he edited yes, my he stuff? Did. I just wanted to double check. I, I suspected it, but I wasn't sure. Um, okay, so here's... It wasn't paranormal enough? To be fair, it was Dan's <laughs> idea because I don't understand technology. Thank you. Okay. Here's what we're going to do, though. Just so that this doesn't happen again, uh, let's have a direct email exchange this next time. Let's not use the website. Okay, all right, whatever. But we can't trust. You don't know what Dan's gonna do. Dan is okay. he's a loose cannon. Right. Still, he's a loose okay. cannon. It's a little messed I'll up, give... though. <laughs> uh, it was fine. It's fine. Anyway, so you're gonna get it in your email, and I want you to send back to my email your your reaction or your response or or whatever happens. Okay. Okay. Cool. Hey, Rob, I got a question for you. Okay. You ever heard uh, the term... Go on. So I was doing some more research about, like, sound and paranormal and the occult and all that stuff, and I I found, mm -hmm. like, two articles that mentioned it, and I wasn't sure what they were. Is this on the archive? Yeah. Yeah. Go so ahead. there's this first article by this guy, Duffy. It was written in 1877. He's talking about... Mm -hmm how he went to this seance and there was all these, like it wasn't like a normal seance. Everybody was only whispering and they were trying to hear whispers underneath of their voices. And then, yeah, I'm aware. Yep. I know it well. And, uh, did you take away from that, John, that, that we weren't really sure exactly who or what was making the yeah, sound? He sounded really confused. He had gone, uh, as I recall, and you can correct me, but he had gone, I think, to talk to his his dead wife. Um, but it turned out there like, there were no spirits of the dead communicating like we would expect at a 19th century seance, uh, but something else. And, and they were sort of very amorphous, yeah. right? Uh, yes, I do know that article. Okay, but the, <laughs> the second one, is, it actually mentions that, that uh, Duffy article, but it's by this guy, Zachary from the University of South mm -hmm. Wales. It was a, he read it a couple years ago. But he talks about this, yeah. um, I guess, a, like a segment of a play that talks about 
so you know the Nar- Narcissus story, right? The the Greek play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it jokes about like a mm-hmm. variation of it, where he falls into the pool, and the audience should be listening for the voices under the shadows. Uh, it's a similar concept. Yeah, I, I yes, I've also I've seen that piece as well. Where he says um, that it's actually just a mangled transliteration of. Uh, that's the sort of like Swedish. So whoever this person is, the uh, thought they could come up with their. They thought I think they invented this word. I, I'm not Swedish, so I don't have any way of knowing. But yeah, he claims that it's the Swedish version of the word, or that is a false uh, cognate of. Uh, and yeah, it's this Greek play, right? It all comes back to this Greek play. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I. I don't want us to go... I think we can poke around in this, John. It's interesting. I think the details are are sort of cool, and I don't know who's coming up with this stuff, but it's a little fishy to me. Both of them are a little fishy to me. The, the, The 19th century article, which is sort of my area of expertise, I came across it because I'm like one of two people on Earth who is an Emma Harding Britain scholar. She was a pretty famous medium in the 19th century, but she was also a historian. She chronicled like every supernatural thing that happened between 1850 and 1900. So like this is my first red flag on the this whispering demon stuff because she never mentions it. She's got vol- like huge volumes uh, and she ran a few newspapers and she never, ever brings this up. This article is literally the only mention of this, the style of ritual or this term period in, in, in the 19th century. So it's a little odd. I suspect that it was probably written in the 1870s, but it could have been written more recently. I think the real problem with this and and also the Zachary article and and the Zachary article is even fishier because this guy, as far as I can tell, it's 2020. This was supposed to be published in 2013. There's no record of him ever having completed a dissertation on any of the subjects he's mentioned. So I I think it's just all very suspicious. Um, Why anyone would be creating this stuff? I, I think that is interesting, though. So that might be your angle into it. Um, but you have to bear in mind that these t- are the only two historical sources we have. So anyone who's writing about after the fact is drawing on these sources, which are in and of themselves problematic. We're just not, they don't inspire confidence. So it's like a hoax that picks up steam after the fact. People don't bother to research it and they just take it and run with it. Oh, okay. That's a little disappointing, but I still think it's pretty cool. I'm not going to deprive you. Like, go for it, poke around, see what you can see. Uh, but, but yeah, I wouldn't uh, take it with a grain. Okay. Like, I remember trying, like, getting really aggressive and, like, almost trying to, like, push the sound out of me and to stop. Almost like I was having a baby or something. Oh, like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's just kind of what I was thinking of. And it, it, in a better sense, I guess it sounded like I was constipated on this. Like <laughs> I was like squeezing and like pushing. Like it was horrible. Hmm. But I mean, I felt good. I was in a comfortable position. That's, that's good. <laughs> like I was trying to push the sound out of me. Like I was trying to force it. Yeah. It, it, was, it was strange. But... Huh. That's weird. Like, <laughs> well, okay, so like. <laughs> It's like something was like inside and it was I like, didn't like it and like I was like trying to just get rid of it. Yes. 
I got you. I got you. So, so I, I see what, okay, I see what you're saying now. It's just kind of like stuck in there. So you kind of took it as, were you like making... Like cleansing, like tensed up a lot and like... What were you trying to like do to get rid of whatever this like feeling was? Like, like sounds Almost and stuff. Like, like just like condensing it until it was like smaller and smaller and it didn't work obviously like it was still in my head like and i'm still like thinking about that idea yeah it's like the music or the beats coming from me Mm -hmm. and it felt like they were there in my head so so it's like kind of haunting you it's like yeah yeah okay so We've got four actors, um, and you guys were bringing on to serve as coaches. So each of you is going to be assigned to one of the actors. Um, and what I mean by coach uh, is, you know, Olivia and I are focused on the whole project, um, but we want somebody to be there as sort of a resource for for each of them, so they have one point person. Um, but also to help us to gather information, to really focus in on their experience and uh, hear from them and uh, keep them on task, uh, but also bring back to us uh, any things that you're hearing about what they're going through as they go through the process here. Uh, because, you know, while they're going to be reporting to us um, semi-regularly, uh, it, we're just, we got our heads in lots of places. And if you can develop a relationship of trust with them, um, I think how it's going to work out is you're going to end up hearing more of an inside take on what's going on uh, than we're going to hear uh, a bit further removed from them. So uh, here are the partnerships that I've set up. Kara uh, is going to be paired with Bree. Bree, you're going to be the coach for Kara. Uh, Lucy, you're going to be coaching uh, Geneva. Uh, Jacob, I've, I've decided you're going to handle Nathan, so I guess we're keeping it gendered in that way. Um, it's fine. And uh, finally, we've got Aubrey, uh, who is going to be coaching Liz. Um, I was just jerked out of my sleep. I Something's up with Liz, I think. She just... It's like sleep paralysis. Like, I just woke up and couldn't move, and she was screaming in my face, asking for help and shaking me. And by the time I could move again, she just disappeared. I don't know. But when I'm hearing it, and when I have that thought process in my head of the music is coming for me, yeah. Like, I don't know why my first reaction is to, like, want to stop it. As if, like, it's an issue. Mm-hmm. But that's just how I feel. And then I feel like attacking it might not be the best route. Thus, it just doesn't quit and just, like, eats me up until I'm just more and more frustrated. Everything that Rob gives me isn't really that, like, powerful or, like, aggressive. Intense. <laughs> really, yeah, that, like, that's a good word. But, but I always seem to bring it there. It seems like. It's more of a internal thing that you're carrying, I would. Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of times, like, stuff like this, well, just meditations in general, when you're, like, sitting alone with yourself, um, 
even if there is like background music or like someone is guiding you through it um no matter what whatever is going on like underneath like deep in your soul <laughs> it's gonna come out in one way or another okay uh time for our check-in guys what's going on how was the most recent uh, meditation uh i mean it was interesting it, it i just am confused as to like why i heard myself saying words that i don't remember saying what do you mean by that? I mean, like, I heard, like, it was obviously me, but how does Rob get this audio of me? It's like, I, I don't know. It was very confusing and, like, kind of scary, but I kind of just went. Hey, give me a second. Um, let me, do you remember when this was in the track? Is it at the beginning? Um, it was around, like, when, like, the sick beats ended. Like, I just started hearing myself just say weird stuff but i don't remember saying any it's of it. the end of the sick beats okay all right um yes. let me check and uh, i'll call you right back okay uh okay yes um guys you there yeah. 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 I did listen, and nope, I did not make those sounds. That is, you didn't make them. What it... Funky is definitely going on. Well, like they just got there. Uh, it sounds a lot like you, uh, Nathan. I, I, th and I, I know that I did not uh, edit any audio that you gave me into that track, so um, it's not Dan this time. Y'all are messing like... with me because I did not. Submit anything into oh, well, the thing no, myself. It can't be like, Dan anymore. There, there's no, no way. No, it's definitely not you, Dan. He didn't say anything to me either, and he definitely would have. He's, he's not like just doing it on his own this time. No, uh, there's. I don't Dan, even know how to do this Dan kind of stuff. So it could yeah, be and me. Dan doesn't do things on his own. He well, he'd have to get <laughs> hack emails. That's not, Dan's not on that level. Some not that we uh, know of. No, <laughs> this is all I can suggest at the moment. Uh, it appears to me that some we'll just call them a third party is somehow distorting the audio and it's really only happening for Nathan. Um, so. um okay. <laughs> what is that supposed to I'm, mean? I was about to say, I really well, didn't get that. How is it just for me? Third party. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know okay. what any of this means. I don't know if that's reassuring. <laughs> but it's like, it's the closest I can get to an explanation. Okay. Are we clapping and stuff? Cool. This is Brandon Walls. He's one of our voice actors. Hello, everyone. You'll be reading this 19th century pamphlet by a guy who claimed that by whispering, he was able to make contact with something he called echoing spirits. Okie doke. Let's do it. <clears throat> the f or echo spirits being an explanation of the phenomena at a whispering seance by Z.A. Duffy, June 1877. The pamphlet you now find yourself in possession of has been assembled out of uh, the author's sense of great personal responsibility to reveal to the public the existence of what can only be termed a dimension of being head heretofore unrecognized by science. He gets invited to this seance, and he thinks it's going to be a medium talking to the spirits of the dead, because his wife just died, so it makes sense that's what the invitation was all about. But there's no dead people. Instead, it's these whispering spirits he calls... We, uh... 
We gathered around seven at the parlor of Mrs. Tremont, expecting a performance of table tilting or rapping. I was ex- I was very surprised when I first passed over our hostess's threshold to find no table present, or at least not one of sufficient size to accommodate a seance. Instead, all of the chairs in the house, or at least so it seemed, had been brought into the parlor and arranged at odd and inconsistent angles, spreading out in no particular pattern from the center of the room. A great dark stone sat on a bench in the corner of the room. I noted it as a curiosity, but nobody seemed to pay it any mind, and as it turned out, it played no discernible role in the evening's proceedings. I took my place before the fireplace, facing what I imagined to be the kitchen doorway. Uh, Mr. McFarland stood to address the assembly. He welcomed us on behalf of our hostess and instructed us that we should begin speaking as soon as we felt the inclination. Uh, Before I could say what we should say, uh, he informed us to talk no louder than a whisper, only to ourselves and from the immediacy of the surface of our minds. Straight away, the whispers began. The din was equal parts gentle prayer and intense supplication. Racing in the interiority of my mind to acclimate myself to this strange undertaking, it uh, took me several minutes. It may have been uh, minutes, but time had grown as unfamiliar as the circumstances while I had sat in that chair, peering through the darkness at a black curtain, uh, before I was able to join my voice to the others. I don't know what... I spoke about? Nothing much, I suppose. I believe I began by listing some of the contents of my curio, but then my subject switched to street names, places I had been in childhood, the shades of color in my tomato garden in late August. Gradually, I became aware that the people speaking around me were no longer engaged in extended monologue of the sort that I was at that moment delineating. Rather, they seemed to be engaged in a sort of dialogue. Then I felt as though I, along with each of the others at at this whispering seance, had ceased to speak, and the sounds I heard were only those of echoes in words beyond speech. My head spun with a kind of cosmic vertigo, and I felt as though I could hear the thing very clearly addressing me in a language that I could not recall if I was taking dictation right there and then. And yet, the message this echo had to share was all too plain to me. It spoke of purpose and healing and a higher calling. I felt refreshed at the sound of it, encouraged, lifted up. He wants to know more, so after the seance, he arranges to go out with the McFarlane guy who was running things, and McFarlane fills him in on some of the background. The closest any culture had come to identifying the McFarlane said, was in the Slavic tradition uh, McFarlane had been introduced to the whispering seances by a Dutch mesmerist named Vandermeer while on holiday in France. After several weeks of practice, McFarlane began to feel as though a portion of his mind was separating like a bubble rising up to the surface of a pond. This, he believed, was the hushed tones that he heard as the voices of the It was, he said, the same voice that I heard the Saturday previous and the same voice everyone who engaged in the whispering seance eventually heard if they allowed their conscious faculties the opportunity to separate into their component parts. Thanks, Brandon. That sounded really well. So I think what he's trying to say is the spirit is in his head, but there's not really a, I guess, a regular means of putting it out into sort of our realm, our physical realm. Yeah, it sounds kind of like it's in his subconscious and just coming out off the top of his head. Yeah. 
The Dark Pool is created and produced by the Alchemical Actors, hosts of the Occult Confessions podcast. Visit darkpoolproject.com and click on Donate to support our further adventures into the Dark Pool.